This is National Native News. I'm Antonia Gonzalez. When the U.S. Supreme Court upheld the Indian Child Welfare Act Thursday, there was a collective sigh of relief among Alaska Native leaders. As KMBA's Rhonda McBride reports, they had feared the worst. The Alaska Federation of Natives has been involved in the fight to protect ICWA for years. This is something we care deeply about. The president of AFN, Julie Kitka, says a lot was at stake far beyond the right of tribes to oversee adoptions. A lot of threads of federal Indian law, the authority for the Congress to deal with Alaska Natives, Native Americans, derives from that. Kitka says had efforts to overturn ICWA succeeded, tribal sovereignty could have seen widespread erosion. Brian Ridley, head of the Tanana Chiefs Conference in Interior, Alaska, says ICWA has been a success story for tribes. All the years of work that we've done to get to this point in trying to protect our Native kids. But during a U.S. Supreme Court hearing last year, Matthew McGill, the attorney representing a white family fighting to adopt a Native child, argued that ICWA had discriminated against them and put the interests of the tribe over the needs of the child. That means each year, hundreds, if not thousands, of Indian children are placed in non-Indian foster homes. And sometimes there, they bond with those families. Justice Amy Coney Barrett wrote the majority opinion and cited more than a century of precedent and the plaintiff's lack of standing on the issues. Richard Peterson, president of Clinkett and Haida, the largest tribal group in Alaska, says the lawsuit had one benefit. It brought more than 500 tribes together. We keep winning because we're on the right side. Peterson says the unity achieved to fight for ICWA will still be needed and believes the threats to tribal sovereignty are far from over. I'm Rhonda McBride. Native state lawmakers in South Dakota are praising the U.S. Supreme Court's decision to uphold the Indian Child Welfare Act. They say now's the time to push for better outcomes for Native children in the state. South Dakota Public Broadcasting's Lee Strubinger has more. Under ICWA, Native children removed from their homes are placed with relatives, tribal members, or other Native families. The Supreme Court is upholding the law, which says the state must work to keep children close to their culture. Yeah, I'm super happy. That's Republican Representative Tamara St. John, a Dakota from Sisseton. She's chair of the State Tribal Relations Committee. She wants to sit down with DSS and tribal partners about where to go next identify any gaps or what we can do to strengthen um, current policies and how the state and tribal partners are working with the federal law. Native American children make up about 60% of kids in the welfare system. That's according to Representative Puri Purier, a Lakota Democrat who represents the district that covers the Pine Ridge Reservation. Purier says this is a big moment for Indian country. The Supreme Court's ruling is a resounding recognition of the inherent rights of tribal nations to protect their children and the imperative of preserving our culture identity, political status as citizens of tribal nations. Purier says there's still work to do. Last session, Purier and other Native lawmakers sought to establish a task force that would look closer at the issue. That bill and another that would codify ICWA failed. Stephanie Amiot is the legal director for the ACLU South Dakota. She says while the ruling is a victory for tribal sovereignty, the state should pass its own ICWA legislation. We think that the legislature should definitely um, look at that again, and this time they should pass it. I'm Lee Strupinger, 
in Rapid City. And I'm Antonia Gonzalez. National Native News is produced by Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation with funding by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Support by Sanofsky Chambers Law, championing tribal sovereignty and Native American rights since 1976, from opioids litigation to treaty rights to tribal self-governance, with offices in Washington, D.C., New Mexico, California, and Alaska. Sanofsky Chambers Law. Support by the National Indian Education Association's 54th Convention and Trade Show held in Albuquerque starting October 18th. Education sovereignty. It begins with us. Early bird registration is July 28th at NIEA.org. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.